Ow. Yeah. I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. And it is it is it is it is. That's it. That's the episode. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, that's not the episode. We will not be uh, seeing you next week. We will be seeing them next week. I mean, yes, but... yes, that is true. But... <laughs> but that is not where the episode ends. We that's have not how the about. episode ends. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the season of Jacob OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I am Jared, joined as always by Doc Alley and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 191. 191. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 We're going to talk about some cats. Some kitty cats. <laughs> oh, no, I snorted. <laughs> I think you got lucky that time where it didn't pick up. Oh, good. Yay. Which is unfortunate. Tragic. Boo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we watched a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I I stumbled across the film that it was recommended to me on something that you may know as Netflix. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Boo Netflix. Um, and I was like, huh, this looks interesting. I'll watch it. And then, like, I actually listened to some of the, like, voice cast. I'm like, wait a minute. Google the dub cast. And I'm like, oh, man, this dub cast is incredible. All right. Going to finish watching the movie. And that's the story of how this happened. This is why this episode's happening right now. I didn't I didn't understand when you told me you watched this because I had no <laughs> idea what this was. And also, <laughs> from the title, I thought you just meant you watched a whisker fall away from one of the kitties and you were very pleased by that. No, that would and be I was sad. just like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm just gonna leave this. <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't respond to me. I was super confused. Is why. <laughs> it came out this year, though, right? So yes. Why. Uh, this film was released on June 18th, 2020. Oh wow, that's real recent. I didn't realize it was that recent. In Japan on Netflix. That that would be why it's a Netflix thing. And mm-hmm. then came out, the English dub came out 10 days later due to COVID stuff causing production delays. For the uh, record, none of the whiskers of my cats fell out. Yes, this film was called A Whisker Away, or Nakatai Watashi wa Neko wo Kabaru, or the literal translation of Wanting to Cry, I Pretend to Be a Cat. Better, oh. ti- better title, better I title, better title. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this, this dub cast is very good. Um, yeah. JYB. Yep. Uh, we got we got Keith in there, which oh my god, he, he does, does a amazing. great job. He does a he's great job. So good. He's favorite of the like the dub cast in this. He did such a killer job. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, now I'm blanking on the rest of them, but they're all good. Like uh, the people we know. Yeah. Uh, Pappen Brooks in here. Mm. Yeah, he's one of the little. Christina V's in here. Yes. Um, a lot of familiar names and faces. Yeah. Not faces. They don't show their faces. <laughs> Not in this anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember a character now. Now I'm blinking. I think it's 
Hinode's friend? Maybe? But someone in, in the Japanese dub was, was also played a certain Giorno Giovanna. Whoa! Cool. Giorno's theme plays in the background. <laughs> would have made the movie better. Not that the movie's bad, but that would have made the movie better. This dubcast seems pretty good as well. Or the Japanese dubcast seems pretty good as well. That's cool. Yeah. Anybody besides Giorno? Um, the the lady who plays uh, Kaoru, the stepmom, was mm -hmm. Arena in the original JoJo. Wow. Okay. Um, Sumugi's Japanese voice actress is in here. Nice. From K on. Uh huh. I'm looking. I'm highlighting and scrolling. No, you're good. To see anything else that like pops up that I know. Like that's 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 some good gets. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I just saw Cat and I was like, click. Of course. Uh, the I think this is the dude who helps at the pottery shop that the like, mm -hmm. that Hinode's oh, sister's in love yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in Japanese, he is voiced by the same dude who voices one Yu Narukami. Oh my god. You know, that actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. I could see that. They got the swag. They got that swag. <laughs> The swagger. I could see it. And then I think the mom, the Hinode mom, is voiced by, in Japanese, by the same voice actress who did Sailor Jupiter in the original. Oh, wow. Sailor Moon dub. Jeez. Yeah, so the dub's great on both sides. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I watched in English because I did. Because <laughs> I mean, it defaults you to English as well, so it's pretty easy. Yeah. To do so. That's fair. Uh, so yeah. Um, this this film, like I said, came out just very recently, like a few months back. Uh, directed by Junichi Asato, who has done some stuff in his past. He was a series director on Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon R. Wow. Way back in the day. Uh, was a storyboardist for a show called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh my god! <laughs> so, some stuff you might know. Some some things. Some important things. things. Uh, and then this is also written by Mario Kata. Like this is her latest thing that she's done. So like I think I may have known about it through that aspect. Mm -hmm. Like it was like everyone was like, oh, this is the latest Mario Kata film. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's on Netflix. I'm never gonna watch it. Yeah. Like, me lying. I watched it. Uh, Mario Kata, famous for a ton of stuff. She did serious composition on Toradora, uh, Darker Than Black, um, Anohana. Uh, what else? A bunch of stuff, essentially. She's done a ton. Done ton. <laughs> But yeah, you were basically like, hey, you should watch this film. And I was like, okay, I'll watch this film. We can talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and I like had a good idea. I had to tell you at the beginning. I was like, so it's going to come across as really weird at the beginning, but like mm -hmm. get through it and then it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is definitely the case. Like I almost turned it off because I was like, oh, that's kind of weird and I don't like that. Yeah. Like the, the, the first like half hour or so, it's I was kind of just like, mm, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. 
you just have to push through that and then you're like okay all right i this is this is feeling better now it's feeling mm. less creepy um a lot of these so characters guess, are not likable right right a lot of them really sucked at first and so i guess like the the general gist of the story is that you have this gremlin girl um who is very much in love with her classmate and um she is trying to get closer to him and failing miserably <laughs> except for the fact that she's like butt bumping him in public <laughs> which was funny <laughs> as heck um but then she ends up meeting um this cat mask salesman mm -hmm. and he's like if you take this then you can become a cat and that's fun right yes exactly and so she puts on the cat mask and becomes a cat so that she can then interact with her crush um without being herself mm -hmm. uh so that's like where we start like for the general premise of it to that point it's yeah. like i was very weirded up at the idea of like she's going to his house and like interrupting very private moments and like his inner thoughts and he's like pouring himself out to this cat which like same dude i feel that um and like even is naming it after like his dead dog i think yeah um and so like it it initially felt a little little skeevy i was like this feels like a big invasion of privacy and also like she's very over the top with like trying to show her affection to the point where like you you clearly notice that like he is not very recipient recipient he's not into it yes exactly it doesn't reciprocate yes that's the word i was looking for mm -hmm. um so it's it. like at the at that point it's like you're just like this just feels real creepy yeah like and girl, you super got, you over the top it. like you're borderline being a stalker yeah yeah it's real real creepy at first mm -hmm. and I mean, I, I think that her friend does try and, like, rein her in as best as she can. Yeah. But I'm not sure that there's a whole lot of reining in with this kid. Like, like I said, she's she's a different kind of gremlin than I am. Like, she is... Oof. Mm -hmm. um, but she gets character development. She does get character development. So I mean, helps. a lot of this... This a lot of this movie is about the metaphor of wearing a mask. Let's say correct. It is. Imagine that. <laughs> Which obviously plays into the whole thing about hey, you put on a mask, you become a different animal, or you become mm -hmm. a cat, or whatnot, or if you get a human mask, you become a human. Mm -hmm. Um, but also at the same time, you know, it's the the idea of like putting on this different character, this facade, metaphorical masks. Yeah. To, to show people like hey this is how I really am but in reality you're totally not yeah which it, that was really good mm -hmm. um, once they started like diving more into who she is I was like okay now I'm, I'm into this yeah um, before that like I said it was just super creepy super yeah creepy um And, uh, like, one, one significant plot point is that uh, main dude, his family runs, like, a pottery shop. Mm -hmm. And um, he's, he's really interested in continuing that shop. Like, that's what he enjoys doing. And, like, it means a lot to his grandpa. And that's really what he wants to do. And his mom's like, no, can't afford it. No. 
We got to sell it. We got we to gotta shut this down. There are other pottery shops. Um, and so, like, that's a big issue for him. And that, like, he's also going through, like, this inner turmoil of, like, you know, this is really what I want to do with my life. And essentially you're saying, no, you can't do that. Um, so that's a struggle. And doesn't, doesn't let, like, anyone in on that, really. No, he doesn't let anybody but the cat in on that. Mm-hmm. And the cat is her. Yes. So she knows his secrets. And she's also being pressured by the mass salesman to be like, hey, why don't you just tell him this is what's happening? And she's like, no, I can't do that. It's like, well, why don't you just cat. be a cat forever then? She's like, no, That's I don't it. wanna. He's like, then you could just be by his side all the time. Which, God, I know we already mentioned it, but Keith did such a good job with that character. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, he came across like, just enough creepiness that I'm like Ooh. he's very creepy and slimy and like yeah in the, in the way that like a real terrible used car salesman would be it's exactly that it's exactly like that it, it's it's the same way where like immediately you know like there's something very off about this character and like something yeah. he's going to be doing something very bad don't, don't trust that man do not trust this this giant cat <laughs> who sells you masks sells you masks sells masks yep. And also just casually drops that like, hey, you know, some cats want human masks. You could give up yours if you'd mm-hmm. like. And I'm like, ooh, that's going to be plot relevant, I'm sure. Do not do that. No, it, it was great. He's he's spooky. Very spooky. Um. So, yeah, we, we find out a little bit more about, like, her life. We have her... Um, stepmom i guess like i don't know if they're actually married i assume they are that she's not really comfortable with we find out that like her mom left like her mom just like up and abandons her in grade school Mm -hmm. and then her dad gets remarried and she's just like i don't want anything to do with any of this really but i'm just going to act like everything's okay yay and like everyone like around her like her her new stepmom basically is like knows kind of what she's doing Mm-hmm. in a way but like doesn't want to confront her because like she doesn't want to have like that tension in the household because like obviously there's going to be tension regardless when you're someone new entering into a new family essentially so right it's just this very standoffish like feeling between the two of them where like on paper it looks like everything's okay but in reality like you can clearly tell it's not mm-hmm. it's very much not okay um Yeah, and then at one point they like her parents find out like she's sneaking out, mm-hmm. and they don't know where she's going, and she's like, "Uh oh, uh oh, on the roof." I was on the roof, and then the cat, the the stepmom's cat, like gets her in trouble. Yeah, points like points out like she's there listening in, and then she's like, "Oh, this is on the roof. <laughs> this is fine. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a kitty cat. I don't dance, I don't dance, 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 dance." Um, I don't remember at what point the whole like letter thing happens. It's it's all it's like in the latter half of the film, but I think before that there's there's a point where we have to talk about. Okay. Um. She is like. So she she hangs out with uh, Hinode as a cat, and he talks mm-hmm. about like oh I've got to make my own lunch or something. She's like oh I would really love to have his lunch someday, 
And then like the next day, she's like, they're going oh, to lunch. right. She goes to hit him with the flying <laughs> and then misses. <laughs> it just like face plants. And then her friend's like, hey, we got to go eat. And she's like, oh, man, I got to go eat. And then she hears these two kids are like talking like, oh, Muge is just being real weird and everything. And she's and her friend's like, are you going to say anything about them? She's like, I don't care what they say about me. It's whatever. And then they start talking about Hinode and he, they're like, oh, he's grades have been going up and everything probably cheated on the test and then she like stands she up she jumps off the building she's like a, a, a story above them stands up on like the the railing essentially and is like hey shut the f up and then jumps down at them through a tree and they're like what are you doing at one point she jumps through and she's like oh that's easier when i'm a cat yeah she she says that and like she gets up and, like her arms are all shaky and like messed up and she's like oh god that sucked <laughs> And she's was like, "Hey, stop talking about him. Like, what? You don't even know him. What are you doing? Get out of here!" And then he Fight shows me. up. He shows up. And is like, "Are you okay? You kind of just like fell, jumped, jumped off, off a building, <laughs> jumped off a story above." And she's like, "Oh, I'm fine. It's everything's fine." And he's like, "No, we're going to the nurse. <laughs> I'm taking you there now." And then she gets to eat lunch with him. And she's very happy about it. Cause like he he had boiled potatoes and they reminded reminded her of of how her mom used to make them. Mm-hmm. She yelled out they were very salty and he's like, "What? That's that's not a compliment." Yeah, it was very weird. She's like standing up on the roof and just yells out to the city that he has salty potatoes. <laughs> I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I was like, "Somebody's got to think that's an innuendo at some point." Mm-hmm. Very weird, but yeah, she she. Professes her love for his salty potatoes. That's true. Um, Which I love potatoes too, so I get that. So yeah, she gets messed up a little bit from that. And then I think later on, Hinode finds out like, oh, they're closing down the pottery shop at his mm-hmm. home. And he's real bummed about that. And his grandpa's retiring. He's like, oh, this is, this sucks. This really sucks. And then Muge comes as, as Taro the cat and shows up and overhears basically all this so that's why she like writes the letter and everything kind of like try and find a way to cheer him up because she knows all this but technically shouldn't know all this right is this also when she technically like she accidentally leaves her paw print on the the one pottery piece he's making or is that later this might be the same time it's very similar ish yeah it's some point where he's in the uh Mm -hmm. the pottery shop making something and he's like lamenting that he's not good enough and then she just like straight up puts her paw in the pottery while it's still wet. It's like, good job. <laughs> so like the next day she comes to school or she comes to school and she's very like stern and serious. She goes up to him and is like, hey, I wrote I wrote this for you. Please read it. And then the two dudes who she yelled at run up like, oh, what's this? Is this a confession? And then he steals the letter. And then the one dude decides he needs to read it out loud to everyone while his friend's like, this isn't a good idea. Yeah, maybe don't do that. That That's not, real, that's a that's lie. That's real rude. And then she, and he reads it out loud to everyone while like avoiding everyone trying to take the letter from him, which apparently he's just a very good avoider because no one could take yeah. it from him. Yeah, no kidding. Like I, she can jump off of a roof, but she can't get this letter from him. I, mean, I feel like at that point, you just punch that dude in the face. Right? Just like knock him out. Take yeah, it's like... <laughs> Screw this. Yeah. Like, you suck, man. Throw him out the window. I don't know. So, yeah, she, he reads the whole thing. It's basically it's essentially a confession letter. 
Yeah. But also, like, meant to try and help, like, cheer him up and everything. And then the dude goads uh, Hinode and be like, are we going to accept her confession or anything? What are you going to do? And then Does not go as planned. Hinode's just like, hey, I hate you. And Mio's yeah. like, oh, no, that sucks. I'm going to leave now. Bye. She's just like crying while smiling the whole mm. time. It's real tragic watching her face. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he, he's, he says that he hates her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, screw being a human. I don't like this anymore. Um, I think later that night, she basically, like, the stepmom comes in and is like, hey, do we have a problem with each other? Because you keep smiling all the time, and it's real weird. <laughs> and then Muges is like, yeah, I have a problem. Like, I hate all of this. Everything sucks. Like, I don't like any of this. That's why I do this. Because I don't want people to think I'm feeling upset all the time because i am generally just unhappy all the time and then that causes her to to run out she basically jumps out of her window but transforms into the kitty cat so they're unable to find her um she goes to hinode and he's kind of like regretting what he said and everything and very bummed out um the following he, like does a weird confession to her as a cat yeah it's very weird the next day like um her parents show up to the school because she hasn't come home yet and they're like hey do, does it either, either of you know to the friend and no day like do you do you guys know where she is or anything and they're like no we don't know where she is and the friend breaks down and is like if i knew where she was i would tell you like i feel like a terrible friend because i don't know where she is or anything um and then she's like, she wants to go off and like find her, and Hinode wants to go help. But she's like, "Hey, you're the one who said like you hated her and everything. Like, she's you're probably kind of the reason why she's gone right now. Like, you have to basically figure out if you actually hate her or not, or what you're what what's going on in your mind." Yeah. So like he's he basically like says like, "Oh, I don't really hate her or anything," and then like the friends is like. If you're gonna if you're gonna say like anything like about liking her or anything, don't say it to me. You gotta say it to her. Yep. Don't let me know. Don't let me know. <laughs> but they eventually go off and like sneak out of the school and try and find her and look around and see if they can find her. But she's a cat right now, so they can't really do anything. Um, also, I think at this point is when she's been she's basically been like, "Hey, I'm done being a human." Yeah. So mass salesman has come and took her her human face. Which I think after, like, the search for her and him kind of realizing, like, oh, I don't hate her. Maybe I actually, like, have feelings for her. I think that's when he does the cat confession. And she's like, oh. I oh. goofed. Oh, no. I goofed. Because he, like, asks her as kitty cat, like, here, sit here. I got to say something to you. And then mm -hmm. he's, like, practicing. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, well, I want you to say that to me, but not in this form. <laughs> Uh, she eventually also stops by her house to see, like, her parents and everything, and then she sees that her mom's there, and then the mom and the stepmom get into a slap fight. Yeah, they do. Because the mom's like, oh, this would have happened if you guys knew anything about her or did all this stuff, and then the stepmom's like... Got her a smartphone. You got her a start smartphone, and the stepmom's like, yeah, this wouldn't have happened if you didn't walk out on her so many years <laughs> ago. <laughs> the mom's like, what? Excuse me? Wop out. And they start slapping each other, and the, the dad's like, ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> please stop ah. and she's just like watching this and is like I'm going to leave <laughs> nope 
Um, so eventually she learns that like you know people are looking out or trying to look for her and everything, and that brings her some comfort. But then eventually she like we it cuts to like her being back, but like something seems off about her. Yeah. And then we see the cat, and it's like, oh wait, someone has her human mask. Someone is being her. Mm-hmm. And like they can approximate, but it, it's very clear that it's not her. Mm-hmm. Like they they realize like oh something is very weird about her. It's like she she asks Sonoda to stay at his house, and he's like, no, what, no, that's <laughs> real weird. Like everyone just like has the same idea. Like she's not the same as when she left, right? Like something weird, really weird has happened. Something changes has changed in her. So. So she, as the cat, she tails her human body, who is who's basically been picking up on like her following her, mm-hmm. and then she eventually realizes, or like they have a talk with each other, and she realizes that the person who took her her body is um, Kinako, the the cat that the stepmom had, mm-hmm. who's and, been missing. Yeah, and her plan is basically like, you know, since I I'm nearing the end of my lifespan, I need I'm going to make the step bomb happy in a way that I, that I probably can as a cat. Mm-hmm. And then eventually like she keeps living that life, but then like she sees the step mom, like desperately trying to find the cat and everything, like going out and looking for her and like realizes like, Oh, I actually meant a lot to her as a cat. I done goofed. I done goofed. So Kinako basically makes a kind of like a pact with, with Muge and is like, Hey, let's, figure out a way to switch switch her mask back <laughs> yeah i'll give you that back you know it'll be fine but they realize time's running out because of the, the summer festival the the cat village place the secret island of cats um <laughs> if you stay too long in a cat form you'll become a cat for realsies mm-hmm. so you die in the game you die in real life basically <laughs> so Muge basically tails the mass salesman back to the the cat island and then it's just like in the sky it's yeah. spooky and then Kinako finds Hinoda and is like hey so here's really what's going on come with me and he's like what because he doesn't really believe it at first but then she like she takes off the mask and like reveals that she's a cat and he's like what the heck <laughs> and, he's, and she's like yeah she was the you know that white cat that was her the whole time and he's like Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sure he has moments of like, "Oh God, I said this." Mm-hmm. Oh God, I said this. It's yep. like those memes. It's like I thought about something that I said once in fourth grade, and I went stop thinking about it. Like I'm sure he's having like ten thousand of those right now. <laughs> Most likely. So so Kinako basically drags him to the cat island, but he can't see anything because he's not a cat. So mm-hmm. she's basically like dragging him along and ma- making him be like. All right, step here. Look out for this. Don't don't hit your head. He's like walking in the sky, basically. Like, yeah. Ah! Uh, Muge, M- yeah. Muge is like running around trying to find the mass salesman, but no one knows where he is or anything. She eventually runs into like a, one cat that's like, "Hey, I know what you're talking about. Come in here. We can we can discuss this." And it's like a it's a bar for cat, cat humans. Cats to or cats that used to be human. And she like learn. She talks to the people in there and learns like why they made the decision they did or anything, if they regretted or anything, and how she wants to find a way to reverse everything. Mm-hmm. The mass salesman shows up and is like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I'm taking you, taking, t- 
taking your lifespan and everything so I can be long live longer. Yay. Except the other cats in the bar are like, No, you're not, we're gonna beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> so like she uh she's able to escape with the help of some of the the human cats. Um Kinako and Hinode find the mass salesman shop or like shop or whatever and his lair. Try and like bargain with him but he's like nah locks him in he locks him in uh kineko gives hinode a mask but it just changes his arms into cat arms yeah he <laughs> doesn't it. become an actual cat he just gets cat arms uh muge is able to find them and they're like they try and put the, the mask cat humans, like freeze them from the yes the lair they try and put the the human mask back on to to muge but it doesn't work correct and they basically say like she still has like deep down doubts. deep down like doubts and fears about coming back into a human, so that's why it's not working. Um and then the mass salesman like captures her again and takes her to like the the promised place. Mm-hmm. So like that she'll finish her transformation and be a cat for real and he can get their lifespan. Lifespan. He's also gonna do that to Hinode as well, because he's mm-hmm. just a jerk. Yep. Mega jerk. So they, they keep trying to stop him, but he's able to extract like the lifespan from her. But like he just turns into a ball and bouncing around. He's like, No, I need my lifespan. <laughs> and Hinoda just like keeps like dragging him, he's like, No, get away. You can't has You can't have this. Stop it. And then they're they basically think everything's about to go really badly, but then the other former humans show up again and start beating up the mass salesman again. <laughs> Which is great. They just like no. dogpile on him. You don't get to do this. Um, Hinoda is able to put her lifespan back into her, and then they kind of just like confess feelings for each other, and then the mask is able to work, and everything is hunky dory. Yay! Kinako leads them out, and everything's fine. He loses his cat arms. He loses cat arms. Tragic. Very tragic. <laughs> but everyone gets to be normal, and they get to be happy. Yay! Yay! I did like the um, the credit sequence, which is kind of like, uh, here's what's happened afterwards. But it's like they didn't like voice it or anything. It's kind of like almost like kind of like comic formed essentially. Yeah. But with animation, so like you get to see like Muge coming back home and everything. Um, I think she like she talks about like oh. Kinoko likes me now, and Kinoko just like smugly looks away, and then Mugi is like, "Oh, come on." <laughs> uh, Hinode tells his mom that he's going to do pottery, mm-hmm. like he's sure of it. Um, Mugi tells her friend about how her and Hinode are together now, and she's like, "What? What? What? <laughs> you held hands? You told him you love him? He told you he loves you? What? What?" <laughs> Was the pottery moment where um, he says that uh, the paw print was what sold the grandpa on the pottery? I think so. Because that was... Because the whole time I was like, oh no, she messed up his pottery. And then he's like, yeah, my grandpa said that added extra touch to it. Yeah. I'm like, nice. Um, they also like show the two the two friends of Muge and, uh, and Hinode like, walking side by side and be like, hey, hey. And then hey. Muge shows up and is like, hmm, what's this? 
They're like, nothing. Nothing's going on. We're just walking here. Nothing's going on. He's like, hmm. I bet that's what's going on. <laughs> this is real good. Yep, it's um, real funny. And then Hinode comes in and hits her with a flying Yep, he, he does the butt bump. I was like, oh, we've come full circle. Now he butt bumps. He calls that the rear view. <laughs> Is he really? No, that's that's what a wrestler calls that move. Oh, okay. I was like, Jesus. Um, no, but I thought it was funny that he he just straight up like gave her a taste of real medicine by just <laughs> like, like what butt against her. Because <laughs> like that's a hell of a way to introduce your main characters. Like, let's look at her just flying butt through it like this this poor guy mm -hmm. it reminds me of um aska from uh tournament fighters um and also princess peach does the same thing like mm -hmm. it's, it's that butt throw um but yeah like that's how you're introduced to her is just her throwing her butt at this kid that's how you gotta do it you know what i mean i maybe i would have had more boyfriends in school if i just throw my ass at them <laughs> God. No, no, I mean, I'd fall on my face. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I was saying, it started off rough. Mm -hmm. I was, I was really unsure about it. And then like, once we started getting more into like her psyche and understanding, like, she has a lot of insecurities. Um, she might actually have some like issues with depression. Mm -hmm. Um, but like she she has problems and like that made me not sympathetic for what she's doing because I still think that it's wrong. But it made me understand why she would be like so adamant that she gets approval from somebody, yeah. especially somebody that she has feelings for. Mm -hmm. Um, and like him eventually realizing that he has feelings was cute um but also him saying that he hated her not cute not cute at all that was actually really really mean it's really mean because like the whole time she's like yeah me and you are are similar because like deep down she kind of understands like what he's going through because she's going she's been going through the same thing and he's like no we're not we talking about because he doesn't understand her at all right because right. the only part of her he's seen is like this very energetic upbeat version of her and then later on like he learns like through the friend i think it's like this is really what she's been going through and then he's like mm -hmm. oh she was basically right on that front yeah that was my bad like she like sleeps out in the rain at one point outside between these statues that um she had a moment with him like when she was the cat mm -hmm. um and she just like cries outside for like a whole night it's real sad mm -hmm. Made me sad. Um, and at one point he finally like puts things together because of her like puts things together. He doesn't actually figure it out, but like he realizes they both smell the same. Yeah, the they have the smell of the sun. He the smell saying. of the sun, which like don't stiff the sun. That's a bad idea. It's real hot. It's real hot. Also, like, sun, I don't know. When people are out in the sun, they smell sweaty. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, it, he mentions it several times that she smells like the sun. And so does the cat. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so there's a lot more like complicatedness happening in terms of these characters than just like, hey, I'm a very energetic girl and like I can't accept rejection from this guy. Like there's a lot more happening here, mm-hmm. um, which is what made me actually give a crap about the movie. Yeah. Because other than that, I was just like, all right, this is kind of weird. I mean, like I like the idea of being able to turn into a kitty. <laughs> of course you would. Um, and I like the idea of Keith being a freaking creeper and selling these masks, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing backflips and stuff. But yeah, up until that point, I was like, eh, and then it's like, oh, okay, all right, all right, I see where we're going here. All right. I did not expect the whole Tree City thing. I did not expect that. That came out of left field. But Always, always expect Tree Cities. Always expect Tree Cities and Cat Arms. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, so what'd you think? Uh, I think I kind of have similar thoughts to you as you, like the start of it is very hit or miss. I think like we, like yeah. you said, um, takes a little bit to get going, but like once you get going, like it becomes a lot more enjoyable. Like once they actually start diving into like the characters and like what they've gone through and everything and adding depth and fleshing them out and everything like that. Um, Again, like you said, it doesn't necessarily forgive some of her actions and make them less weird. But, or his, in that sense. Or, or his, but at the same time, like, it makes you kind of understand, like, why they act the way they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I enjoyed it. Um, Yay! It's a good self-contained story that... That really fits the, the, uh, the medium of film, essentially. Yeah, I mean, like, it tells a complete story, which, yay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's not very long. I don't remember how long it is, but... It's like an hour 40. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was just, like, a way to kill time the other day when I was feeling bad. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I slept. I don't remember if that was the day I didn't sleep or... No, I don't think it was, that was not the day you didn't... Oh, maybe it was. I don't remember. Anyway, I, I watched it because I... Uh, I was just like, I got to do something with my life. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I saw like anime cute kitty being held up and Netflix is like, you want to watch this, right? This is recommended for you. And I was like, all right, click. I do like how your Netflix is a lot of just like, hey, do you want to watch anime or these K-dramas? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think at some point, like, there's a few documentaries that are like, it's like, hey, do you want to watch Unsolved Mysteries again? I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I liked it the first time, but it was scary. We're going to get you deep into The Last Dance, and you're going to watch all ten parts of it. I almost actually watched that the other day. because you it's like sh- when You should. I was curious, because I don't know anything about any of I, that. I know a few people who, like, legitimately are not into sports at all. Mm-hmm. Only know Michael Jordan just because of, like... Space Jam. Space Jam, and also, like, he was a name in the 90s, and watched all that documentary and and totally enjoyed it. I almost said, legit, like, I had it, I had it up. Can we do a Netflix party where we just watch The Last Dance? Because I would totally watch that documentary again. I don't know that I have Netflix party. Do I have Netflix party? I don't know, but if we did, if that's the thing. That's the thing. I would do, I would do that, because I would be down to watch that and (laughs) count the times Michael Jordan took it personally. Took it personally. I think that's part of why I was about to watch this because I I wanted to know what all he took personally. There was almost a um, 
I almost took a quote from him from the last stands and put it in that last, the that last very last piece I wrote for one shining moment. Oh my god, really? Mm-hmm. What was it? It's like it's the end of like episode seven spoilers, but like it's him kind of like talking about like his passion for winning and everything and like why he was the way he was, mm-hmm. and like he's kind of like talking about like you know people are gonna watch this and think I'm like this tyrant or this demon or anything or something like that, but he's like. I wanted to win, and I also wanted like to put the team in that same mold of winning as I am. And he, like he gets like real emotional and like talks about like you know this is just the way I am, this is how I do things. If you don't want to play like that, don't play like that. And like that was going to be the quote essentially mm-hmm. to put in there, but like I just couldn't find a good way to Break fit it in. in. But like yeah, like I very much like waffled putting that in there because like I felt oh, like it kind of would fit with what that piece was going for. Yeah. But, I could see that. But yeah. We should watch The Last Dance. Man. <laughs> Let's talk about it for a sec over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We've, we've broken the rules before. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We yeah, make the rules. St- we can also break them. I still need you to get you to watch Abyss. But yeah, my Netflix is all just like, hey, here's some, some anime and some It's also like life. the first time I've used Netflix in like three years. So I'm just like, this this is weird. Every time I highlight something, it starts auto-playing, and I'm like, stop. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> it does do that. The, uh... Anyway, now you know the Al experience of Netflix. It's true. <laughs> Which is not specifically, like, use mine. <laughs> Don't go on anyone else's. Well, of course. Uh, well, because, like, if I... I went on my bro once, and I watched... I think it was like Rainbow Bright or something like that. And then it just ruined his recommendation. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. So sorry. So like mine is just, yeah, that's what you'd expect. It, it's, it's, I was, I was not surprised at all by any of it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I pull up Netflix for like, you know, the rare time that I actually pull up Netflix and I watched this movie and it was, it was cute. Yeah. Got some cute, Eventual romance that didn't suck. Um, at the beginning, it sucked, but it eventually didn't. Um, got some cat arms, which was cool. Got some, like, cat people. That was cool. The used car salesman got beat up. That was cool. It's true. And then you got some, like, you know, interesting storytelling about, like, people wearing masks. Figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you watched it. I yeah. was kind of worried you wouldn't like it, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Yay. Well, there you go. Max, you were eating so loud. <laughs> um, I Would you like to hear some news that I just heard? Yeah. Uh, you know the Sailor Moon Crystal movies that are coming out next year now? Uh-huh. They uh they cast one of the villain or they cast the, the villains for it. One of them oh. is someone you are going to be very happy with. Oh. It is one Shota Aoi. Yeah. <laughs> Who is he going to be? Uh he will be playing Fisheye. Oh. Do I remember who Fisheye is? Pro- I mean probably not, but Okay. Part 4 is weird. Oh, I barely remember reading the manga, so. Yeah not surprised but yeah that's going to do it for this episode if you'd like more from us go to seasonlamacheckup.com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like seasonlamacheckup jared now watch 
You also find columns reviews on the site as well. Uh, One shiny moment will have wrapped up this week, so you go read all of those. They'll be all, all be on the site. The go last check one out. made me cry. Well, not the last last one. Not the last last one, but uh, number twenty six. Yeah. Uh, you can find more from Anladium at anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, twittercom checkup. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get, asa- get access excuse me, to <laughs> unedited versions of the podcast, bonus episodes, so all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, next week, we will talk about stuff. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about games I've been playing recently. Old games I've been playing recently. Ooh. Games I've already played that I'm playing again. Ooh. Who knows? Or we'll talk about something else. Who knows? We'll see. Charge holders. I literally just did that. <laughs>